0: Hello dear friends and family of God, I want to greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read to you from Acts chapter 26 verse 28 and 29 and I want to share this with you but ask you that at the conclusion of listening to this recording that you would consider reading the entire chapter. Acts chapter 26 verse 28 says, Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, Short time or long. I pray God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. When you read this chapter, it's a very fascinating chapter. In this chapter, Paul stands before Festus and before King Agrippa and he gives his testimony about, about how he was born and lived the life of a Pharisee and how he eventually found himself persecuting the church. Then one day on his way to Damascus, he has an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ who then asked him why are you persecuting me he then mentions how he was struck with blindness and how eventually after his sight was restored how he had undergone such a transformation in his life and how he has now been sharing the gospel of the very one whom he had been persecuting at some point Thesters asks him and says to him that it seems as if the fact that he is such a learned man has turned him insane. But he says, no, he is not insane. What he is essentially sharing with them is no different to what the other prophets before him have shared. And then he turns to the king, King Agrippa, and he says, you do believe the prophets. I know you do. That's what he says to him. To which the king then replies, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? And then he makes this very profound statement where he says, short time or long, I pray God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am except for these chains. Now, before I I say something about that, I want to read to you from John chapter. 16 and i want to read a few verses from verse 12 john chapter 16 verse 12 it says i have much more to say to you more than you can now bear but when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth he will not speak on his own he will speak only what he hears And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from me what is mine and make it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. The one thing that is evident from the last text that I've just read from John is that is that jesus says to his disciples in verse 12 there is much more to that i want to say to you more than you can now bear in other words i want to have a deeper conversation with you but you are not you are not ready at this moment but then he quickly says in verse 13 he says but when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth. He will not own he will not speak on his own. He will speak only of what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. In other words, if I could frame what God is saying to you listening to me, to all of us who whether we, especially those of us who have committed our lives to Christ, it it would seem as if Jesus is saying that there are some things that he wants to speak to us. He wants to have a deeper conversation with us. But the question at the time when he says this to his disciples, he says, you're not quite ready for that now. He says, but when the Spirit comes... He will, he will lead you in all truth, and He will, he will also reveal to you. He will, he will not speak on His own. He will speak only of what He hears. My friend, I, I, I want to share with you today, through God's Word, that there is a conversation that, that the Lord wants to have with you. But the question is, and it is not a superficial conversation it is not a, a a conversation you know that is that has to do with the weather it's got nothing to do with the weather it's got nothing even to do with with what is currently happening around you it actually pertains to you it is a conversation that he wants to have concerning your life now i know that there are those of us who pride ourselves you know that we have committed our lives to Christ, and we 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 find ourselves possibly, you know, reflecting on Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen, when it says that if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. See, the old has gone and the new has come. And so while you are listening to me. You are most definitely a new creation. You have committed your life to Christ. But I want to say that very quickly, that's not where it all ends. Because that's only the beginning. What the Lord is saying through His Word is that He says, There is so much more that I want to say to you, but it's much more than you can bear. And then He says, that when the Spirit comes he will lead you in all truth. And I want to say to you as you are listening to me this very moment. I want to say to you that there is a conversation that the Spirit wants to have with you. Even after accepting him as your personal Savior. He wants to have a conversation with you concerning you. And it is a much deeper conversation. It is it is a much deeper conversation. But in order for you engage with that conversation or in that conversation you need to engage with the spirit and the question is if you have not had that conversation thus far then the question is when will you be ready now if we were to come and go back to the text in acts chapter 26 verse 28 and 29 I want to focus on verse 29 because I want you to your eye to fall on what Paul says let me just read what Paul says again he says short time or long i pray god that not only you but all who are listening to me today may become what i am except for these chains you see the word there become would denote someone who is not yet and I know that there are people listening to me who have not yet you are not yet I am you are not yet one who have committed your life to Christ you have not yet surrendered your life to him you still need to become what Paul refers to what I am but you see in order for you to become what Paul refers to, what I am, is you need to understand that you need to understand what he's saying. And if I could unpack that for a moment, the, the word what denotes a process. What Paul is saying, I am, but but what I am, it required a process. That process is... First of all, you need to commit your life to Christ. You have to surrender your life to him. It starts with that. And why is that important? Amos 3 verse 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? In other words, the only way in which you can walk with the spirit in in which you are able to to understand the things of the Spirit is if you have decided that you will walk with the Spirit, that you will embrace the Spirit, that you will embrace this new life that comes through Christ. And if you have agreed to that life, then you will know that as you walk with the Spirit, and as you walk in the Spirit, you are guaranteed to become like Jesus. Because there is no way that you can walk with Him unless you have spent time with Him. It is then that you and I begin to understand the nuances of the Spirit. It is then that you and I begin to understand how we are to conduct ourselves. And it's interesting that when you read God's Word, Jesus highlights a few things when He speaks about the Spirit of God. He says, first of all, when he comes, he will lead you and he will guide you in all truth. In other words, you cannot profess to be a child of God if you are not walking in truth. You cannot be worldly minded, but you also want to walk in truth. No, you have to make a choice. You have to walk in truth. Secondly, he says he will not speak of his own then he says he will speak only what he hears in other words the spirit of the lord will share with you and i what he hears from jesus and then he will tell you what is yet to come this is so important the challenge often when you look at what is happening in social media what is happening in the world you have so many believers saying many things things that are incongruent to God's word and it sometimes it bothers me because it tells me something it reveals where the person finds themselves it means they have not yet engaged in that deeper conversation with the spirit because if they did they would understand what is yet to come and so it is a promise That he who comes, the Spirit of the Lord, will tell you and I what is yet to come. And my friend, I want to say this to you today by God's Spirit. If you want to know what is yet to come in the age that we are living in, in the times that we are living in, then you need to have this deeper conversation with the Spirit. And then he says, he will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive What he will make known to you. You know there are a few things. That I believe we can glean. From the spirit of the Lord. The first thing is. That I I will. I will walk in truth. Because I will be guided in truth. You and I. When we have this deeper conversation. With him. It requires of us to walk in truth. Also. It means that just as the Spirit will not speak of His own, I will not speak or represent myself to the world because who I am through faith is as a result of the Lord Jesus Christ. Furthermore, I will speak of what I hear. In order for you and I to be a good representation or to be representatives of Christ in the world, we need to only speak that which we hear, that which comes from the heart of God, that which comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, in order for us to understand, for us to be able to share with others, I will know what is to come when I engage with the Spirit. But furthermore, my entire life will glorify Jesus. I will glorify Jesus through my life in everything that I say and do. Galatians 2 verse 20 says, If the old self has died, then I no longer live. But the life I now live in the flesh by faith is of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. My friend, I think it is quite clear that if you and I profess that we, we know we have died to the old self, that we no longer conform to the old self, that we no longer conform to the patterns of the world, and that the life that we now live in the flesh by faith is the life of the Son of God, then we must understand that it is imperative for us to be able to engage with the Spirit. And Paul then says, so that you may be, you may become what I am. In other words, there was a process to get Paul to where he finds himself. There was a process. That process was not as a result of his own doing. It was a result of what the, what the Lord did in his life and what he allowed God to do in his life. But then he says, I am. I am refers to present tense. But you see, the deeper conversation that the Spirit wants to have with us is not simply only for the present tense. It is also whom I will become in future. But you see, we can only have this conversation when we are prepared to have a deeper conversation with the Lord and the question today is when will you be ready when will you be ready i want to conclude and say this today there are many things that that want to distract us there are many things that wants us to engage in different conversations concerning so many things. And I, I, I think one of the things that every morning when we wake up, we are confronted by a different dimension of this pandemic. But can I be very honest with you, my friend, the conversation that the Lord wants to have with you concerning your life, it is much more than what you are facing, you and I are facing right now in the world. It is about the work that you need to do for him. It is about how God wants to use you with purpose. So many people have succumbed to this virus. So many people have lost their lives. And the mere fact that you and I are still alive tells us something. It tells us that there is purpose. There is something that God requires of us to do. But the question today is, and it's an important question, When will you be ready to engage with the Spirit based on what is found in John chapter chapter 16 from verse 12 and 13 and in the in the other verses that are to follow? When will you and I engage with the spirit in a much deeper conversation? And then I want to say if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and you are able to hear my voice today, let me make it abundantly clear to you with the greatest respect. Let me make it abundantly clear to you when you read God's word, as Paul says in verse 29, short time or long, I pray God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am except for these chains. My friend, whether you make that decision now or whether you want to delay that decision, ultimately what is important is that you need to commit your life to Christ. And let me say this, you would have noticed what is happening in the world. There is no guarantee that we will see tomorrow. And therefore I want to urge you that when you hear the voice of the Lord calling you today, He's calling you by your name. And he wants you to commit your life to him so that he may have a deeper conversation even with you concerning your life. In Jesus name, may the Lord bless you as you continue to pursue his presence in order for you to have that deeper conversation with him so that you may become, as Paul says, what I am. Amen.